Hello everyone. Well, today's reading is uh, from Jeremiah chapter 36 verses 20 to 32. Here we find that King Jehoiakim burns Jeremiah's scroll. After they put the scroll in the room of Elishama, the secretary, they went to the king in the courtyard and reported everything to him. The king sent Jehudi to get the scroll, and Jehudi brought it from the room of Elishama, the secretary, and read it to the king and all the officials standing beside him. It was the ninth month, and the king was sitting in the winter apartment with a fire burning in the firepot in front of him. Whenever Jehudi had read three or four columns of the scroll, the king cut them off with a scribe's knife and threw them into the firepot until the entire scroll was burned in the fire. The king and all his attendants, who heard all these words, showed no fear, nor did they tear their clothes. Even though Elnathan, Deliah and Gemariah urged the king not to burn the scroll, he would not listen to them. Instead, the king commanded Jeremiel, a son of the king, Sariah, son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, son of Abdeel, to arrest Baruch, the scribe, and Jeremiah, the prophet. But the Lord had hidden them. After the king burned the scroll containing the words that Baruch had written, at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Take another scroll and write on it all the words that were on the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, burned up. Also, tell Jehoiakim, king of Judah, this is what the Lord says. You burned that scroll and said, why did you write on it that the king of Babylon would certainly come and destroy this land and wipe from it both man and beast? Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim, king of Judah. He will have no one to sit on the throne of David. His body will be thrown out and exposed to the heat by day and the frost by night. I will punish him and his children and his attendants for their wickedness. I will bring on them and those living in Jerusalem and the people of Judah every disaster I pronounced against them because they have not listened. So Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to the scribe Baruch, son of Neriah, and as Jeremiah dictated, Baruch wrote on it all the words of the scroll that Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So John Proctor writes today, um, his reflection is called So Much Hot Air. And his key verses are verses 27 to 28. Now after the king had burned the scroll with the words that Baruch wrote at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, take another scroll and write on it all the former words that were in the first scroll which King Jehoiakim of Judah has burned. So he says, Jeremiah's prophecy should have chilled the king's heart. In the event, it merely warmed his hands. A word designed to be humbling 
ended up as part of the heating. Instead of disturbing the nation's leaders, it dissolved before them, a few paragraphs at a time into hot air and ash. The outflow of Jeremiah's heart and faith, and a demanding and heartfelt ministry it was, ended in the great. Baruch's patient secretarial work, writing by hand on rough paper, giving his friends words, shape and permanence, flamed for a minute and then fell apart. Yet despite the arrest warrant against their names, Jeremiah started again. Baruch sourced another scroll and picked up his pen. The prophet dictated his message. The whole content of the original scroll scroll was spelt out for a second time, line by line, one column after another, and still more of the same. As if to say God doesn't back down. You can't wipe God out of the picture. Despise God if you will, but don't think you have the last word. God does, always. Jeremiah and Baruch must have had guts and stamina. They had spoken truth to power, and power had preferred to ignore them. Yet truth has power and persistence of its own. It energises people. It stands when its cultured despisers pass and perish. King Joachim would end up in the dust, but Jeremiah's memory would survive, challenging and compelling, a pattern perhaps for another suffering prophet who eventually died on a cross. Now, my favourite sentence of today is, you can't wipe God out of the picture. God doesn't back down. Despise God, if you will, but don't think you have the last word. God does, always. And I have to say, that's always been my experience with God. So, thought for today. What truths do you think are threatened today? And what can you do to keep them alive? I think we've got a lot to think about in that in that uh, thought. Um, when we look at what's happening across the Atlantic, we look at what's happening here at home. Um, what truths do we think are threatened today in all that's going on in our world? Let us pray. God of our troubled and divided world, we pray for people who speak truth to power in difficult places. Guide their speaking, give them courage, guard their safety. For Jesus' sake, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Eternal God, it feels as if the whole world has changed and yet in you there is stability and the opportunity of a new beginning. So we pray now for those whose lives are in turmoil, those whose lives have been turned upside down, those who feel lost. May they feel supported and find fresh hope and use our prayers to strengthen them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
our parish prayers today. Uh, we are praying for Christians together in Sorby Bridge. And we also include any church that we have connections with. Lord, we pray for your church, for all the churches that we are connected to. We pray we may always show unity and commitment to prayer and sharing our faith and your love through the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And our streets today, we pray for all who live and work on Mearclough Road, Milneroid Lane, Milton Avenue, Milton Place, Milton Street, Mitchell Street, Mount Street and Myrtle Terrace. May those places find that, that truth is spoken to power and that truth has power, the truth of the gospel in their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so as we uh, move into this day, I pray for, we pray for safety out there in this weather, with all the weather conditions. Please stay at home if, uh, if you can possibly uh, do so and stay safe. And we say together the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. So until tomorrow, everyone, and our last day with John Proctor this week, uh, take good care and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.